Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of React Roundup. I will be your host today, Paige Niedringhouse, and I am joined by our current regular panelist, TJ Van Toll. Hey, everybody. And we have a new panelist to introduce who will be joining us for future episodes, Jack Harrington. Hi, how you doing? Doing good. So, Jack, for anybody who is not as familiar with you, do you want to give yourself a quick intro to our audience? Sure. I'm primarily a YouTuber. I run a channel called The Blue Collar Coder, where I talk about advanced React topics, including today's topic, which would be the different forms of rendering that we use. That's an A-plus segue, man. You've got this down already. <laughs> <laughs> See, maybe you can lay out I think I hit like the 250 YouTube videos thing, so if I can't do intros, I don't know. <laughs> So I think we're going to talk about what, okay, we, we've got three different approaches we're talking about, right? So we've got right. client-side rendering, we've got server-side rendering, and then static site generation. So why don't you just like lay out things, like why don't we start by defining what all three of these options are, just for everybody to sort of set the stage, maybe we can go from there. Sure, and I love the way that you kind of sequence those out. So that's the way I'll handle it too. Did you work your tail off to get that senior developer gig just to realize that senior dev doesn't actually mean dream job. I've been there too. My first senior developer job was at a place where all of our triumphs were the bosses and all the failures were ours. The second one was a great place to continue to learn and grow, only for it to go under due to poor management. And now I get job offers from great places to work all the time. Not only that, but the last job interview I actually sat in was a discussion about how much my podcast had helped the people interviewing me. If you're looking for a way to get into your dream job, then join our Dev Heroes Accelerator. Not only will we help you get the kind of exposure that makes you attractive to your dream employer, but you'll be able to ask them for top dollar as well. Check it out at devheroesaccelerator.com. So CSR, client-side rendering, is something that you see in a Create React app, right? The idea is you get a essentially a blank page from the server. It's got a script bundle attached to it. Then the client loads up that blank page. It then starts rendering or running your JavaScript, which runs your React app and then renders that into the, the frame, that little app tag that we all have in there. Yep. And so that's all done on the client, thus client-side rendering. So server-side rendering is where you've got a server, the server gets a request, that request has a route. It then goes and run, it, well, it usually goes and gets some data. Like, well, like let's take it as an example, like a product detail page for like a, you know, I don't know, a basketball, right? And it goes off, gets some information about the basketball, puts it probably in like a Redux store or some sort of store, and then it then renders that React app. It renders that to a string, puts that in a template, shoots that off to the server or to the client, and then the client starts rendering it uh, again. And that's kind of an interesting thing to talk about. And that's that's called server-side rendering. And it takes a little time on both the server and the client to get that out there. And then static site generation is when you do that essentially at build time for all of your pages. So you go through, say, your entire product catalog, your, you know, your basketballs, your baseballs, all the whatever your products are, or whatever your homepage or your blog or whatever it is. And you do that kind of rendering, and then you render it all to files, and then you put all those files up on, say, S3 or some object store, and, and that's your site. And the great thing about it is that you don't actually have to monitor servers anymore, which for somebody who you know, get, might not want to get woken up at 2 a.m. with a server being down P0 you know, thing, <laughs> right? That's a, a huge advantage there to not having that server. Yeah, so I, and, I think like oh, uh, probably just to break down the three, like 
client-side rendering is probably what most React developers are doing. Like probably if you're listening to this, you have a React app deployed, it's kind of the, the default option that most people are doing. And even broader than React, I think most front-end apps, if you're using Angular, if you're using Vue or whatever, you're probably client-side mm-hmm. rendering. That's sort of the default behavior of this. So maybe we could start by, because there's a lot of different angles we could take this, like Maybe we could start by like, what are the benefits of doing server-side rendering or static site generation? Because each of those will be like, if people haven't done those before, there'll be a curveball from your sort of like traditional React 101 type development setup. Yeah, I mean, if you're using something like Create React app to get up and running quickly, which is what most tutorials and people getting into it will start with, that is what you would consider client-side rendering. There's no server-side generation. There's no dealing with, with any of that. But on the other hand, if you're using something like Gatsby, which is a static site generator, or Next, which can do static site generation, server-side rendering, and basically everything. It's, Next is like the ultimate Swiss army knife for React at this point. <laughs> right, exactly, yes. Those are, are kind of the, I think, the main flavors and the main players in the React community. But from what I understand, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I very well may be misinformed, what I get is that server-side rendering or even static site generation is for SEO purposes a lot of times, because Google can't crawl what it can't see in single-page applications since they are only a single page where we're injecting everything client-side. There's nothing for Google to index and know that your site is around and available, especially if you're doing something that you need to make products available to users, or you have blog posts that you want to help build your community out or whatever. So that's, that's kind of my, my basic understanding of, you know, some of the benefits, as well as some of the issues that come along with server-side rendering, because I know that it's not as easy to get started with, typically. Yeah, I I was at Nike and I was also at Walmart. So obviously SEO is like a huge thing for us. And so we had a lot of conversations with the SEO folks around server-side generate server-side rendering and static site generation, which yeah, absolutely traditionally you'd say yes, 100% tags are there, everything's great. But they Google can crawl JavaScript and has had that for some time. Now their only issues are if you're rendering differently for them than you are for the customer, then there might be an issue. But there are some third-party sites out there that basically go between you and the bot and the Google bot. And then they'll basically render your page for you and and set that up for the Google bot. So and, th- and that's okay apparently. So I think there that whole maybe. And there's probably some contention around this. Maybe CSR is fine for SEO, so. Yeah, and I think, like, to me, the benefits of both server-side rendering and static site generation, I feel like I need to, like, bust into the acronyms at some point to start spelling (laughs) them out. Yeah. But to me, the benefits are all about performance because in in different kinds of performance because it gets complicated. But if you're just using React on the client side, that you're shipping a bunch of JavaScript to your users. And sometimes those that JavaScript has to do like tasks. Like for example, like we'll use the basketball example because we, we'll, we'll be a basketball shop, I guess, for this episode. <laughs> if, you're, if you're using React to build your basketball store and you're using the client side only, well then you're gonna, your users are gonna download all the JavaScript they need to render your basketball store. And then after they've gotten that JavaScript, they then have to go out to the server and say, oh, well, what products do I have available here that I need to show? Whereas if you server rendered that bit of your app, 
then essentially you would bake in the products directly into the JavaScript bundle that your users downloaded so that essentially when they get that JavaScript payload, they wouldn't have to then make another round trip to the server to get the basketballs because those would be baked in. So like little techniques like that, like that's obviously one of the more simplistic things you can do, but that's the idea. Like you're, if, mm -hmm. if the server renders it, then it, it essentially you're just making it faster for your users because you're avoiding some round trips. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, performance is definitely one thing that you need to consider for it, especially if you have something that is a public facing application or website is, is how are your users, how are your users going to be accessing it? What kind of internet access will they have? and definitely bundling it ahead of time with server-side or with static site generation. So everything is just built and, and ready is, is a big thing to keep, consider, keep in your consideration. For my particular instance, the, the work that I do for the Home Depot, we're in actually an internal application. So our users are all very homogenous in what they have access to. You know, they have to be on our VPN network. They have to use the Home Depot issued laptops that they have to, to do their work. So something like Create React app was great for us. And, and in addition to the fact that the application that we build is very is pretty data intensive. So we we need to have servers. We have lots of microservices that, that support our application behind the scenes. But like you are saying, if it's something that's more static, like a website that maybe just has a contact us form and some informational text or something like that, it might be that a server rendered or a static site might be the, a great option for you. It really It really depends on what your needs are and how interactive, I guess, your site is going to be is a big, big chunk of it. Yeah, it always comes back to that, that unsatisfying answer that people give, which is it depends. <laughs> In your case, obviously, at Home Depot, because it's a, an internal application, CSR is fine. I would say of the SSR shops that I've been on, the, the server was a problem. I mean, you're going to have like a cluster of them, and then you're going to have a pod of cluster 